1: beck <laughs>
2: uh, Donald Trump's National Security Advisor, Michael Flynn, oh no. has resigned. Oh, no. We lost him. Yes. We lost him already, mm. and uh, he barely went to work.
3: What'd he, he go, was, three uh, weeks? Gone. He got yeah. about three weeks in, and then uh, gone. Now, he was not one of the people that they had to actually confirm which I think mm-hmm. they p- appointed him to this role because they didn't have to confirm him. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't want to deal with that. And now it's, it's, all, it's all over.
2: And now it's all for naught. Multiple sources confirmed this. Um, his resignation came just a few hours after news surfaced that the Department of Justice informed the White House last month that Flynn had not been truthful about his communications with the Russian ambassador to the United States and that Russia could potentially blackmail him. In the future, and that's probably not ideal, you know, in your <laughs> national security
3: advisor. In what way, Pat? You're gonna have to expand on that. I don't understand.
2: In, in the way that, uh, in really any way,
3: okay, in any shape, so in what, any form. Give me a, give me a scenario in I, which this could possibly affect our country.
2: Oh gosh, I mean, uh, so I'd be hard pressed to come up with <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: all of <laughs> the anyway scenarios. Where mm-hmm where russia could potentially blackmail us over a conversation that the national security advisor had uh it's hard to imagine that there was any chance that this guy would keep his job
3: yeah i mean it's interesting because it's more crucial in this situation because trump isn't an ideologue on a lot of these things like i mean he Mm -hmm. you know he's not a guy that comes into this with you know you know hard-formed ideas about the you know the Iranian, uh, Russian, Syrian connection, right? Like he right. comes into this as a guy who, you know, has certainly has strong feelings about a lot of things. But it, this is—he has not lived this life. He has not lived the life of a well, general. He, he likes uh, Vladimir Putin, and he loves Putin. But I mean, he loves Putin until Putin pisses him off, right? I mean, yes. there's no reason to believe that, and that will happen. at the end of four years from now, we're just as likely to be at war with Russia that the current situation uh, is continuing. Yeah. I mean, there's no reason to believe if you know if Vladimir Vladimir Putin starts taking the opposite tact, um, and the uh, the relationship turns sour. I mean, think of how much it's changed in the last eight years. It starts off with a, a reportedly bad. Um, relationship. It was good with Bush for a while, ended badly with Bush and Putin. Then it was the reset button. Everything's fine, hunky-dory. Then it turns negative. Uh, uh, Then halfway through the administration uh, with Obama, it's not a positive relationship, but he's on the stage saying that they're not even a threat. By the Mm -hmm. end, they're the biggest threat. Yeah. These things change and go up and down all the time. There's no reason to believe Uh, especially with someone like Donald Trump, who tends to react emotionally to a lot of situations. There's no reason to believe that this situation is going to be as it is today. I think at some point during this administration, we'll probably be wishing they actually had better relations than they do. I would not be surprised at all to see that. I don't think that the the relationship between Trump and Putin is foundational for Trump. It's transactional. It's... Right now, Putin has been good to him, and he's been good to Putin. So right now, they're friendly. Mm-hmm. But I would would you be at all surprised to see that well, reverse sometime? Uh, no. And, and
2: in fact, I just saw an article where it's already starting to unravel on Russia's behalf. Uh, on their part, they're starting to wonder if they made the right choice in in, mm. in backing this guy. They're already starting to have some regrets, apparently, and wondering... Uh, do we root for the right guy? I mean, it doesn't matter anyway. I mean, unless they did control the election somehow, which I, I don't believe happened. No, I don't um, So, because, you know, they don't have any say in that. But, you know, they if they back the wrong horse the whole time, they're going to feel kind of foolish after this. But incoming Vice President Mike Pence publicly defended Flynn... Uh, explicitly telling CBS News that while Flynn did speak with Russian officials in December, he didn't discuss the U.S. sanctions against Russia. They did not discuss anything having to do with the United States' decision to expel diplomats or impose censure against Russia. And apparently that's not true. It sounds like maybe that's not the case. And maybe our intelligence agencies might even
3: have tape of that. Or transcript, my, my, perhaps. Transcripts? Um, you know, look... Audio. One of the I was reading something this morning saying that like this is it's the end of the story for Flynn's job. But it is not the end of the story in that they Mm -hmm. expect this that, you know, uh, we're getting a report right now as we speak. Um, Senate's second ranking Republican and other GOP senators are calling for an again GOP calling for an investigation into connections between Donald Trump and Russia. And want former national security Advisor uh, Michael Flynn, to testify. Wow. That's uh, if that's John Cornyn calling for that. Um, so, and several other senators have been on the same page. Look, you know, something odd has gone on here. Donald Trump doesn't back down Very. easily. So he, you would, the assumption is there's something else going on here. If there's nothing else going on, why is Trump backing down? He doesn't back down anybody. He kept, you know, uh, what's his face, uh, uh the, his, uh, campaign, uh, head there in office for a long time. Eventually the only thing he backed on, uh, backed off for, he didn't back off with Bannon. He didn't back off really with Lewandowski until much it took later. took a long time. The guy in the middle is the one. The guy who is rumored to have right. ties with Russia was the guy he actually dumped. Right. This is the second time this has happened now. And, and actually, there's been other officials that have uh, stepped down with this type of relationship. Uh, there's something. It feels like there's something here. I mean, it's, there's no real point in speculating it, especially if they're going to, uh, to investigate, which, again, I think is a positive. Um, You know, if you're Trump, it's going to be a little bit of a hassle. But when you have multiple officials stepping down with because of this type of relationship, you need to take it seriously. And I I hope that he does. Uh, You know, the idea he's so focused on whether five million illegal immigrants voted here when when there's much more evidence that there was an attempted tampering. I don't think successful to turn the election, but an attempted tampering on the behalf of Russia to to switch the uh, election around as well. These are all things that should be investigated. And honestly, Trump should want the truth on them.
4: Because
3: mm-hmm. if he's going to be friends with Vladimir Putin, and that's fine. I mean, again, he says, I, I want to have uh, good relations with, with Putin. Obviously, that's better. We don't want to be at war with Vladimir Putin. However, we also need to be honest with ourselves. You can't, uh, you can't just fool yourself into believing this guy's a good guy when he's not. And if you find out, wouldn't you want to know if this guy was trying to hack into an election? If this guy's trying to, if this, you know, mm-hmm. it's very possible, and they believe this occurred that uh, the Russians also were attempting, at least, to get into the Republican side of this. They just didn't either succeed or release that information. Well, you should want to know that. I want to know if Russia is trying to do these things to influence our elections, whether you're Mm -hmm. the beneficiary or not. Uh, So I don't know why that's even controversial. You'd think he'd want to do that. Um, The question is, is there more to this on his side with people in his campaign you know, the speculation, of course, is by people who don't like uh, Trump is that he's the one that said, call the Russian uh, ambassador and tell him once we get in, we're not going to pay any sa- sanctions. So don't don't retaliate. And if that happened. Highly possible. While not the biggest issue in the world. Right. I mean, he was going to be president in a few weeks and it's not the biggest issue in the world. It is definitely against protocol. Well, it, we only have believed one to president be illegal at a time. Right. And it's believed to be illegal.
2: Yeah.
3: It's not uh, it's not serial killing. I mean, you know, it's a couple weeks early and probably shouldn't have happened. It's not the biggest deal in the world, but you want to know: is there more to this? Why are they hiding it? Mm-hmm. Is there more to it? And if there is, we we do need to know that as an yeah. American people. I mean, that you know, and it'd be a problem. We're paying this guy.
2: It would definitely be a problem. Yes. Uh, meanwhile, uh, the Trump administration, apparently taking a step back from Obama's uh, transgender bathroom rules, in a big shift away from uh, Obama, the Trump White House has asked a judge to cancel. Crucial hearing in a legal appeal over the Obama-era rule regarding transgender bathroom use. This is where, I think this is the thing he sent to schools and colleges, right? And and uh, threatened federal funds uh, being taken away if they didn't adhere to this. Um, had state-funded schools, colleges, and universities not complied with the directive, yes, it would have put the institutions at risk of losing federal funds. And so, apparently, Trump is backing off all of that. Meanwhile, the NFL is kind of threatening uh, Texas in a sort of a thinly veiled message from a league spokesman, uh, Brian McCarthy, who said, quote, "We want all fans, We want all fans to feel welcome at our events." He was talking about the possibility of Texas um, getting a future Super Bowl. I mean, we just had one in Houston a uh, week and a half ago. And then Dallas had it, the 2012, was it? 2011? Something
3: like that, yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, So we had a couple lately, so it'll be a while before Texas gets one anyway. But uh, regarding a uh, future Super Bowl in Texas, he said, we want all fans to feel welcomed at our our events. And NFL policies prohibit discrimination based on age, gender, race, religion, sexual orientation, or any other improper standard, Hmm. meaning... That Texas's standard of men going to a men's room and women going to a women's <laughs> is room... Is discrimination. Is in- discrimination and improper. Yeah. So they want all fans to feel welcome except those who might be Christian or protecting their children from some predator who might come into the bathroom claiming to be uh, a woman when he's really a man. I mean, yeah. you, don't, you really don't want all fans to feel welcome because the vast majority of your fans are not okay with a man coming into a woman's restroom. I, I, I can't imagine that most NFL fans would welcome that.
3: It's a straight... It's first bullcrap. of all, I think it was 2010 for the, the Cowboys Super Bowl, uh, now that I think about it. But secondly, uh, it's such a, a a straight... I noticed in your phrasing there, was sexual orientation. And we talked about mm-hmm. sexual preference the other day. And it really has changed. That that phrasing has changed. Because preference mm-hmm. indicates it's something you want. Like, yes. I, don't, I don't have a born... Uh, you know, I prefer uh, Coke Zero over Diet Coke. That wasn't born into me. I prefer it, right? I've made a choice based on it. So now that sexual Mm -hmm. preference term is gone too. And now it's sexual orientation, which is an interesting piece of language I had never really noticed before. Um, But on the bathroom law, you got to take a step back. People want to make this into this really contentious issue. And really it shouldn't be. Uh, Jeffy, you brought up a point uh, during one of the breaks of the radio show. And you've made this point on on Patents too as well. Where, come on, it's not that big of a deal. You know, most of the time, you know, these incidents aren't going to lead. Right. No, that I mean,
0: it was just, you feel like we're making a big deal out of something that has been happening anyway. Right? I mean, mm-hmm. once in a while, I know, how often does it happen? Not very
3: Very often. rarely. There's not a lot of and, transgendered people mm-hmm. in the country.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you're in the bathroom at an NFL game and, you know, a tranny... Comes in to use the bathroom. But that's People not the issue. Cares. But that's right. not
2: the issue. Right. The issue really isn't even about the transgendered person. It's about the uh, very gendered male coming in who's a pervert and just wants to look at women or girls. And or boys. and claims, because now we've given them the out. Well, I felt like a woman that day. We've given them yeah. that out. So it's really not even about the transgendered
3: person, right? And
2: it's about the freak who wants to come in and look at women in the bathroom,
3: right? And it's so. If you look at it, you're right. Ninety-nine point five percent of cases, there's not even a transgendered person. You know, Mm -hmm. probably in the same zip code you're in. Right. You know, I don't know what the number is, but it's it's obviously a small percentage of the population. Um, If someone does utilize this, the vast majority of those incidents are going to come go completely fine. You know, I, I, I've been in, you know, you'd be in public bathrooms. I was in a Target public bathroom, which is kind of the, fo- was the initial uh, focus yeah. of the story. And I, I was in one recently, and I was in there, you know, by myself. Because there's not a lot of people in the Target bathroom. <laughs> it's just, you know, <laughs> right. uh, 99% right. of the Right. you know, go in there, there might be one other person. And most of the time, it's just going to be another person of your gender. If I went into a bathroom um, and a, a transgender person came in, most likely what I would do is finish and leave. I would wash my hands, too, in there, just so you know. Um, but yes. there is that small percentage of cases in which, let's say, uh, your child is in the bathroom and a transgender person goes in there, or some your wife is in there and a transgender person goes in there. Um, most of those cases would probably be fine, too, but you might be protective of of your, of sure. your loved one because you weren't sure, whatever. The issue here is more f- focused almost entirely on the person who... Is utilizing the brand new legal defense for being in the opposite right. bathroom that you have provided. It's not even about that. That that because uh, a pervert could break the law all the time. A pervert could go into the into the women's bathroom and leer at women whenever he wants. The issue is he used to um, uh, risk being arrested for that activity, mm-hmm. and now now he's got it out. He's got it out. He's got a legal defense where he can go yep. and say, "Wait a minute." You are trying to put your gender normative uh, standards onto me. I felt like a woman at that moment. And we, at, when we first started talking about this, I made the point of like, all you'd have to do to get away with that is post on a message board a few times that you thought, um, uh, you know, I was feeling a woman and I'm, I'm really confused about this. And you do it a few times, you'd have a, a, a track record where this would be almost impossible to overturn Uh, At least in the court of public opinion, but certainly um, even in the legal realm. And that is the issue that I think concerns the average conservative. It is not even about uh, a a transgendered person. What we're looking at is if there's a transgendered adult, because this is not going to apply to a kid. If a kid goes into the wrong bathroom, most likely no one's going to say anything about it. Um, If uh, if a a transgendered adult goes into the wrong bathroom, there is a chance uh, that it's true that transgender person might feel slightly uncomfortable, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, there are stalls in every bathroom uh, pretty much in America that's shared. So there is a private area where you would actually be undressed. That They would have a private area, just like a dressing room in a, in, a, in a department store. There would be some privacy for someone who actually did find themselves in that situation. Um, however, it is possible that that risk could happen sometimes. The other side of it is the rest of society, and like when you have to make a decision between those two, a an, a an uncomfortable position for a transgendered person with still some privacy, privacy versus the idea that you are giving a legal defense to a pervert, you know, to a Jeffy who might go in there and say, "Hey, you know, I felt like a chick that day," and you have to let me, uh, you have to let me off because of that. Mm-hmm. That th- those things you are comparing two things there. And I think the, the importance of protecting a child that in that situation and making sure a pervert does not have a viable legal defense to, to excuse that activity is a completely rational standard and it's not based on hate.
2: It's unbelievable that um, it, it, we're, the, the children aren't even a consideration in this. Kids are not even uh, uh, an afterthought. To those who who want this uh, rule overturned, oh. it's unbelievable to me, including the freaking NFL, because they embrace inclusiveness. Shut up! So tired of that and all the bullcrap that goes with it. I mean, it's just—it's time to stop the nonsense and realize that we don't care about. I mean, we want to be as inclusive as everybody else. Okay, I—they should be able to use a bathroom. I don't know that. Actual, physical men should be able to w- use a women's bathroom and vice versa. Yeah. But they can go to a bathroom, right? I mean, there's, there's a million of these family bathrooms now where you can go in and it's a one-person thing
3: and you lock the door. Right. But, I mean, I've been at... Why I, can't we be reasonable about this? I've been at NFL games where women come into the men's room. Women. Yeah, because it's, because it's so, so crowded. crowded. And you know what happens? Mm-hmm. In, even in that situation, pretty much nothing. And there are kids in there, right? I mean kids are going to the bathroom too. To and most people would be like, All right, you just they go to the stall and everyone kinda of rolls their eyes a little bit about the the, uh-huh. the, the tough the tough girl who thinks yeah I'm just gonna go in there and blah blah blah. No one cares. It's not mm-hmm. that big of an actual issue, and I think that's the point you were making, Jeffy. if yes. This is not something that is repeating itself in millions of cases across the country, so why it's easy to dismiss. However, when there is that case, yeah, when there is trouble. that moment, you have to have a legal standard, yeah. mm-hmm, and the do. most sensible legal standard is you should probably go into the bathroom in which your genitals reflect. If you've had a sex change operation, Great. I think that's—if that's, you're committing that much, absolutely— um, it's and, a different deal. And honestly, if, I think the respect is there. For example, if I'm in the bathroom and some uh, transgendered female comes in and decides to use the, the stall, I'm not going to go to the manager of Target and say, I can't believe this is happening. I'm just going They're going to do their thing, honestly, and, and we're going to let it all slide, and everyone's going to move on with their lives. The same thing should apply to transgendered people. If you go in there and there's a child and you're making the, the parent feel uncomfortable, Perhaps you should also respect yes, what but they're they going don't. through but they yes. don't. and say, you but know what, don't. I'm going to wait outside until this kid leaves, or whatever. I right. get that it's, it might not be right. ideal for your situation, right. but can't we both have respect there? And I don't understand nice. that. And, nice. and and by the way, every, every person that lives an alternative lifestyle that I've ever met in my life would agree to that standard. Uh, Plus, trans,
2: true. by the way, means that you've changed. Right. If, if you've, you've gone across, right? If you're transoceanic, you've gone across the ocean. If you're transgendered, you've gone from woman to man or man to woman. You've transitioned yes. across. What we're talking about here are not people who've transitioned, they're just transvestites. They're just people who are dressing like a, a woman or, uh-huh. or acting like a woman. They're actually men still going into a women's bathroom. It's just wrong. I'm sorry. Now, if you've had the transgendered
5: surgery, surgery,
2: completely different deal. Now you're a woman. Go ahead. We'll treat you that way. And I'll call you Sylvia if that's what you want. I, I don't care about that. What I do care about is science. If you're a man, go to the men's room.
3: Period. If you're a woman, go to the woman's like, room. I mean, the fact that this has to be this big standard you're it's taking is It's just amazing. Bizarre, I know. It's, it's unbelievable. It's, it shouldn't it's unbelievable. be that way. I mean, and, and, you know, as Ellen said, even Ellen said just the other day, uh, you know, is, this is when a, a woman feels in their head like they're a man. That's That was the way she put it, feels in their head. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the, the standard here is. To me, I think if a Republican were to say something like that with that phrasing, they'd be in big trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, but... The, the, the truth here, I think, is that we can all, we there's a lot of different people with a lot of different beliefs. You know, we do this with religions, we do this with uh, all sorts of different things, where we try to accommodate others, even if we don't agree or believe in what they do. We all have a sense of uh, of just... Common courtesy that we would try to do the best we can, whether that means if you're a store providing a family bathroom that someone can use uh, in, in, a, in a solo location. Um, you know, you know, my stance on this, a constitutional amendment that all bathrooms should be single bathrooms. I mean, I think that solves that all. Awesome. And it should be. I, Wait, I don't know where it Trump is the on the amount issue. of bathrooms. Yes. Yes, it would but quite a, quite a bit. Hey, would it cost a lot but, of money? Yes, but we waste yes, money all the time. But I'm I'm for we'll that. cancel one government program and pay for this easily. <laughs> um, I, I you know I think that we want to try to help people deal with the things that they are dealing with, mm-hmm. um, but that does not mean society has to deny reality no. and deny you know physics and deny science. To try to make these things happen. I think we try to accommodate people as much as we can. And those people should also try to accommodate others. But it goes both freaking ways. Common currency goes both ways.
2: Except. And it, it doesn't, doesn't
3: seem to. It's, it's the pressure's always put mm-hmm. on uh, you know the NFL. Look what the NFL is doing. It's taking two of its biggest markets, a giant state, probably 20% of its audience, and saying you people are all haters. For uh-huh. theoretically, a I mean, again, if there's 0.5% of the of America that is uh, transgendered, it's probably less than that as far as football fans. So I don't know what the percentage is, but you're going to try to accommodate such a small amount of people when really there is a solution there that's just based on common courtesy. Mm-hmm. And I don't see why we can't get to that point, but it just, it's just... Because it's not, not about either. that. You know, we talked about this yesterday, Ke- Kevin Williamson's column in National Review. Politics is not about policy. It's about tribe. Mm-hmm. And man... It, That is so incredibly true on both sides of these issues. It's just really not about the issue. It's about what team are you on and how do you back that team? And the NFL should understand that. There's no reason I'm an Eagles fan. But that makes sense in sports. It doesn't make sense when it comes to government.
2: 888-727-BECK. You know, there's a report from the Environmental Working Group um, that has warned 218 million
3: Americans are exposed to potentially dangerous tap water. I mean, you know, Flint is the obvious example uh, here where Mm -hmm. they've gone through a disaster. We've seen what happens when government tries to deal with water. Uh, It doesn't happen. (laughs) It doesn't work out well. You don't want that. Americans need an alternative to government providing all of this. And you can take a step and, and, and have a real solution.
2: Yeah. And, you know, like we discussed yesterday, even if you're not worried about... Uh, the ingredients in your tap water. I'm worried about the taste. And I, I don't know, something <laughs> yeah. just skeeves me out about just putting my glass under the tap now and drinking water directly from it. I can't do it. It's so true. I just can't do it. And that's where the Alexa Pure Pitcher comes in. They reduce up to 99.9% of 92 different contaminants found
3: in tap water, plus it just purifies the water so it tastes better. Yeah, and it's all the greatest hits we're talking about. We're talking lead. We're talking chromium 6. Now, chromium 1 through 5. Uh, we're great, but Chromium 6 is not something that you want. Sometimes if you uh, can
2: have Chromium 2 and add it to Chromium 4, yes, and then you've got Chromium 6, but in a much different way. You've arrived at it in a special way. <laughs> makes a real difference. It, it makes a big difference. <laughs>
3: Alexa Pure gets rid of all the Chromiums. Uh, <laughs> we're talking uh, about the, the best filtration system on the market. Yeah. Period. Uh, yeah. Alexa Pure does They worked a this. long
2: time at making this just right, and they've tried a whole bunch of different variations, and they finally came to what I think is just a a perfect solution for you. So you can order yours at getalexapure.com, getalexapure.com, or just call them at 888-895-7746, 888-895-7746. Hi, Pat and Stu, triple eight seven two seven back. Interesting article in the Huffington Post about conservatives in the House Freedom Caucus who voted amongst themselves uh, Monday night to band together and support only an Obamacare repeal that is at least as aggressive as a bill of the House and Senate passed in 2015. Nothing wrong with that. In fact, I support that wholeheartedly. But the gist of the article
1: is are conservatives taking a hard, such a hard line that they're putting the GOP in a bind on repeal? Good. 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 Do it. Put them in a bind. I mean, it
2: is about time when you've got the majority in the House. you got the majority in the Senate. You have the executive branch. Now's the time. Why wouldn't
1: you go for complete repeal? No kidding. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you go for something well, that? Well, it's going to put uh, Republicans in a bind if you do that.
3: <laughs> right? Yeah, right. I don't yeah. care. No, that's the whole point. I don't yeah. care. Yeah, that's a bizarre one because you know, the idea is they want to make it a moderate repeal. They I don't want to do. Want that? They want Susan Collins-style repeal.
1: No. Right? So what that no. does is
3: maybe it gets rid of the individual no. mandate. Maybe. Maybe it gets rid of some of the taxes. Maybe it gets rid of the Cadillac tax and some of these other mm-hmm. things that are particularly uh, the medical device tax or whatever. I don't even remember if that one's still around or not. But I mean, th- those sorts of things. where they'll, they'll pick away, but they'll keep uh, pre-existing conditions. They'll keep, uh, keep you know, stay on your parents until you're 26. If they don't expand it, uh, they'll keep a lot of the stuff in there that's popular. This is the kind of crap
2: the Republicans do all the time. All the time. That's why. Sure we can't. Is. And that's exactly what we've talked why we talked about before. We can't too. stand them. You knew this yeah. was going to happen, yeah. right? Well, I hope it doesn't. I mean, the Freedom
3: Caucus seems to be standing up, which is great. Um, you know, this is the type of thing. Uh, and again, I don't want to give any praise to Steve Bannon here, but uh, I may be begrudging a little bit of at least hope there in that, like, he, if he has the ear of the president, maybe this is the type of thing he can push for and, and, and influence the process a little bit. I mean, again, I think, like, Bannon is, if you really, if you like the thing he likes – he's pretty good. Right. If if you don't, he's pretty bad. Because he's one of the guys that sticks to his guns, right? I mean, that's what he does. At least that's what we're told. Right. Um, And, you know, obviously there's a lot of other shady, you know, I think dishonest stuff that he's been involved in. But, I mean, policy-wise, you know, if he wants a tax cut and he pushes hard for the tax cut, maybe Trump is influenced by that. Those two things are apparently tied together because of the budgeting process, the way they've done it. But the idea that, you know, we're going to go for Susan Collins-style, you know, Will repeal a few of the worst parts of Obamacare. No, um, and and she, you know they they what they want to do is keep the Medicaid expansions in place. That goes in the article. It, it talks about that. Wow. Um, they want the Medicaid, which is uh, by the way a good chunk of the Obamacare. It's like yeah. at least half. It might even be more. And they want to keep all of that in there because Republican governors in states that have expanded it, and there's many. You know, John Kasich, for example. They are like, well, we want to keep this because it helps the people, and blah 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 blah. What well, what are you committed to? Are you committed to a smaller government and a free market to help people, or are you just want the government to pay for everything and then so you don't have to deal with it and it could be off your state budget and you don't have to worry about trying to come up with any systems? You can just blame the government when things go bad. That is just an abdication of duty.
2: Uh, I'll is. say it again. This is why we can't stand the Republican Party. They do this every single time mm-hmm. every time we want them to take a hard line every time we want them to take a tough stand they wuss out on us and and they they go this route where they
1: well okay what we'll do is um, we'll just say that the taxes instead of being 4.3 percent or 4.1 percent and that's what we'll do and uh, we'll leave the mandate in place and the pre-existing conditions. And your kids can still have it till they're 26. But we came down 0.2 percent on the tax. I mean, that's the kind of crap they do every
3: time. Yeah, exactly. That's not what we want. Listen, listen to this: the, the 2015 repeal bill, which is what the Freedom Caucus voted on, at least supporting at least something that strong removed the Medicaid expansion that is popular in many red states, including among many Republican governors, mm. and repealed the individual employer mandates. The bill also removed the law subsidies and the taxes that helped pay for them. In short, it would disassemble Obamacare. That's why right. these guys are in office, okay? That's what they got elected for. However, by insisting that the repeal bill be as forceful, again, this is Huffington Post's wording, as forceful as that 2015 measure, which technically got to President Barack Obama's mm. desk at the beginning of 2016. He obviously vetoed it. Conservatives have staked out a hard line that some GOP moderates may now have a problem following. Many Republicans seem ready to support parts of the law. If conservatives really can stick to this position, they could be endangering their ability to get 218 Republicans in the House and 50 in the Senate to say nothing of the ongoing disagreements among Republicans about what a replacement should And here's what like. I
2: love about this kind of stuff. Ugh. That's written as if they're really concerned about the GOP. Yeah, they were. Hey, we're
3: really concerned
2: oh, no. you guys are going to get to the 218 you need. This would be great for them. This would be great for the HuffPo. What, what do you care then? Shut up about it and let it happen. If this is such an issue for the GOP, you should be in love with it. That should be a dream come true uh, if, if they can't get this done. The problem is they're worried that the conservatives might win out. And so they're trying to make them look bad uh, and look like extremists. And that's what happens every time. And they don't. the last thing on earth they want is to look like extremists. It's just it's unbelievable how this happens <laughs> virtually every time. Every time. And we're going to have to just put pressure on them to make sure it doesn't happen this time. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. More patents do. Uh Coming up in a second here.
3: By the way, we have uh, spoons today—a uh, Valentine's spoons.
2: Oh yeah. Uh, which would include? Uh, do we know what kind
3: of food? Uh, yes, and something delicious. We can head to break here, but we had uh, uh, both uh, red velvet uh, Kit Kats, and uh, we had uh, cupcake Hershey's Kisses, which are delicious. Oh, we have a commercial. Yeah. All right, let's do it. We'll uh, tell you about uh, our uh, wonderful friends. What do we, what, don't they get the little graphic thing? This is where this pops up right here. Look at mm-hmm. that. Hey, Look at that. There it is. Patriot Mobile. Now, Patriot Mobile, uh, is. great company. And a company that actually cares about your foundational principles. It's weird mm-hmm. because they... Uh, it's one thing to support a cause. It's another thing to support a cause mm-hmm. at the expense of of good service. I'm not going to go to... Some uh, red, white, and blue Republican um, uh, conservative phone company that doesn't actually give me good phone service. I gotta yeah. have the good phone service. If I'm paying for it, I need it. I gotta have that.
2: And that's what's so great about Patriot yeah. Mobile. They offer nationwide talk and text with high-speed 4G LTE LTE data at really competitive prices. So you don't have to pay a bunch more. In fact, you actually save money with it. And they donate up to five percent of your monthly bill. To a conservative cause or organization or c- candidate that you want.
3: Yeah, they have a whole list of them. You can pick, you get to choose. That's the great part about it. They're not going to just generally give it to some conservative cause and maybe there's something, one of the organizations you don't like. Well, just don't pick them. Pick one you do like. Uh, mm-hmm. And we're talking about great organizations, the NRA, uh, you know, FreedomWorks, uh, a bunch of them. These are organizations you know and trust. When you switch today, Patriot Mobile will buy out your current contract as well, making this easy, up to 500 bucks a line. And they'll throw in a free iPhone or Galaxy with $50 unlimited talk, text, and data plan. I love the
2: unlimited thing. Oh yes. I absolutely love that. Yes. Also, call now and Patriot Mobile. will waive your $35 activation fee with the promo code PATANDSTU. So go to PatriotMobile.com slash Blaze, PatriotMobile.com slash Blaze, or call 1-800-APATRIOT, one 1-800- 800 a patriot.
1: Interview. Hi.
2: Triple Eight Seven Two Seven. Guys, it is and Stoop.
3: We got the uh, the Infowars take uh, on on the Flynn resignation. You ready for that? Oh yeah. The Flynn resignation is part of a concerted deep state effort to undermine, infiltrate, and sabotage Trump. Oh, wow. Which is weird because, I mean, all reporting is that he basically just asked him to resign. Right? Like, I mean, Trump Mm -hmm. was the one. He didn't. If Trump asked him to stay, he would have stayed. He resigned, you know, because I wanted to get out of the way, it was a distraction of the administration, blah, 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 spend time with my blah, 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 (laughs) whatever. Uh Uh, But the bottom line is Trump didn't want him around anymore, or at least wanted a public uh, distancing, right? We we, did the same thing with Roger Stone, and there wasn't really a distancing, but he wanted a public distancing. Uh, So there you go, Uh, just in case you were wondering. It came from.
2: It came down directly from the Gulf of Tonkin people, though. They're the ones who told them to get rid of him. That's true. That's so, true. It's always, very, very it
3: always experience. goes back to the Gulf always of Tonkin. Always
2: goes back to the Gulf of Tonkin. I was
3: hearing something about the Gulf of Tonkin the other day. I was listening to some, I don't remember what it was, but about uh, about the Gulf of Tonkin. Mm-hmm. Um, we should get it. We should do that. We should do a segment on that.
2: <laughs> we point. should. The Gulf of Tonkin. Yeah. We should. Because like, the
3: report. Let's it's a
2: special Pat and this, Stew report. This on is, the Gulf of Tonkin. Because it's
3: special. There's like a separation between <laughs> some, you know, the Alex Jones people who think it was all on purpose mm-hmm. and the other side, which is like. Well, we just didn't know. Like, we didn't know. We thought, they thought it was an actual battle, and it wasn't, because there was right. some pro- issue with the radar or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and every time I think of Gulf of Tonkin, all I think about is Pat Gray's interview with Alex Jones. <laughs> 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 I, can't, I can't even hear it as a real issue anymore. Right. <laughs> because uh, Pat interviewed Alex Jones several years ago, many years ago now, mm-hmm. um, before he was really well-known. Um, and uh, he... Uh, Everything went back to the Gulf, of, to Gulf of Tonkin. Every single issue went back to Gulf of Tonkin. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, uh, John Ronson, remember he was on the show with us a few weeks ago. He wrote the book, um, So You've Been Publicly Shamed. Mm-hmm. Um, a really in- really interesting guy. We love this guy. Um, and we didn't realize until after he was on that he was the guy right. who came on our show in right. Tampa. Uh, right. Who had it- it gone to the... Uh, Bilderbergers. Bilder- was it Bilderbergers no, the or the uh, Bilderbergers. The, Grove? The, uh, the I would grove. say Coconut yeah, grove. grove, but no, Bohemian, no, grove. The, Bohemian Grove. Bohemian yeah. Grove. Bohemian uh, Grove with Alex Jones when he was really young. Someone posted a picture, or actually, Alex Jones posted a picture of himself celebrating this weekend, Pat, mm-hmm. his 43rd birthday. Yeah, I know. Now, to me, Alex Jones was 58. Uh, I would have guessed probably 58 <laughs> or 60. Maybe 60s. Definitely. Uh, very, very and uh, Definitely. He, so he does no, not, no. so whatever he's doing, whatever supplements he's selling <laughs> are not working. I, <laughs> not not by the them,
2: man. Holy I crap. would not be buying him. He looks at least. Fifteen to twenty years older than he is. Yeah, he does. Really, he honestly does.
3: And so John Ronson had a video of him at twenty-six from when they did their oh, little wow. thing, and he posted it. And it's him. First of all, the exact same yeah. shtick, screaming yeah. at the camera, uh, saying oh, how yeah. we, you know, like that, 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 you know, we will resist. That, that weird vibe that he gets into. Um, and uh, the best part about it is he's talking the entire time, and they're driving. And he, he doesn't look at the road for, like, a minute and a half. <laughs> like, you can see they're driving, and he's just screaming at the camera. Uh, he barely, just occasionally will just glance up really quick. Uh, but it's like, this guy is insane. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he has the ear of the president of the United States right now. Right now. Yes. They're they, they talking about Infowars. Frightening. Uh, White House correspondence allowed in the press room. Oh my gosh. I mean, this is insanity, but a bizarre world. And the Breitbart people are very tied in. Breitbart, they had this interview. We played a little bit of this yesterday. Um, uh, Sean Spicer's interview with Breitbart. It was very awkward. Um, I wanted to play it again because I got a tip from someone on, uh, on uh, Twitter saying we left out the most awkward part of this. Oh. So. Uh, oh, good. Now I, I got to see because that. Because we did, too. Okay. I'm looking forward yeah. to it. Well, let's see. Uh, I don't know what order we have these in. Marissa, play whichever one comes first. This is the beginning of the interview.
5: Yeah,
6: can we just record this? Yes, there's a lot of stuff
5: that has to be in. Mm, Yeah, we can record it. Okay. Oh, nope,
6: we're live now. Uh Uh-oh, we're live now. Yeah, Hi they, My name is Charlie Spearing from Breitbart News. I'm the White House correspondent, and I'm sitting here White with Sean House Spicer for a breaking, oh uh, breaking news. About the my God. Okay, are you
0: talking on about the this? I, hope we're, I hope you're talking about something
6: else because it would to have two things. Immigration and travel from six high risk countries in the Middle East.
3: I mean, this is. The sound mad. is great, too. The sound. Again, this the is chief, essentially yeah. the White House. Uh, you yeah. have,
1: a, and it's the White House of a billionaire president. Why in the hell does it look so crappy and sound so terrible? And you they, can't do it. They sat there for 10 seconds, not knowing
3: they're on. <laughs> uh, you're on. <laughs> Hello. You're live. <laughs> no, is this on Facebook Live or something? Is that, uh, yeah, yeah, it looks like Facebook Live. Because we do these Facebook Lives. I think, do we have one today, Marissa? Yes, we do. Um, well, I won't be able to do that. So, uh, But I, we have uh, Facebook Lives that Dark we do here. I will do it tomorrow. <laughs> terrible luck. Um. Uh, but, uh, we're like, again, we're just, you know, dopes and we're just sitting in front of the, you know, camera, but at least mm-hmm. we have the count. There's a countdown every time right. she, she, Marissa presses the start thing and goes three, two, one. We know exactly Go. when it starts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't understand why they haven't mastered that yet. Again, how is there no production value for these guys? You've got the ultimate showman, right? When Donald uh-huh. Trump, this is his Pravda. Absolutely, 100%. His product. The things that come uh, that are on that site are basically White House press releases, and you can't get a little bit better production than that. I mean, jeez. <laughs> oh, I,
0: so you're not talking about what I'm talking about? No, like. W- because uh, there's I, more I just, here, I right? just love the fact that, that we didn't mention and we didn't mention this yesterday. I love the fact that it's CNN on the camera. On,
3: on the, two of them, on yeah. two consecutive screens. Now I have that. Sometimes that happens in my office as well, uh, because you, the remote changes yeah, all the channels, I, I and I can't know, get. Whatever. I'm too lazy to get off my ass and change the other one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, not
2: when you're taping a segment for <laughs> come the on. Blaze. Yes, right, exactly.
3: <laughs> I mean, come on. Um, all right. So there, here's the
2: second more? part. Yeah, there's
3: yeah, another there's part more. of this. Potential
6: options. The president is fairly committed to this, extremely committed to this, rather, because on he the wrong this, this is what needs to be done to make sure that <laughs> our country is kept safe.
3: And
5: looking back, do you feel like um, that possibly we
3: should,
5: that most <laughs> so good wow. uh, this executive order? It well, uh, was, 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 was in the best interest of in this yes. country. If you had given people
6: a heads up, they could have potentially flooded into the system. But this executive order was completely compliant with the law, it was vetted through the Office of Legal Compliance. Uh, apparently, we cut of this off justice. too early
5: yesterday. Um,
6: and, you know, as the case in Boston suggests, uh, once the, one of the first cases that got brought up, uh, we went through a similar <laughs> situation with the temporary order. Then once it was argued on its merits, they ruled in the president's favor, and I think that we're going to continue to see that. All right, thank you. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> <And> then <laughs> what, the,
1: what the hell? All
2: right, go back and let's see the last 10 seconds again. That is awesome.
3: This is like Check It Out with Dr. Steve Brule, if you know that reference. Uh, it is, uh, it's almost that bad.
2: Can you wind it back for the last 10 seconds? And that's so an intentionally that bad show. Uh, ah, yeah. it's crazy. Uh,
3: I mean, that is bizarre. What Very is going bizarre. on over there?
2: Wow. Uh, I, I don't know, but apparently we can't. Uh, we can't do it either. Uh, okay. No, we didn't. We
6: went through a similar situation with the temporary restraining order. Then once it was argued on its merits, they ruled in the president's favor, and I think that we're going to continue to see that. All right, thank you. Thanks, Rod. <laughs> <laughs> what the?
3: What, do you, what are you doing? What are you doing? Is it me, or do you want that to just go on for thirty more you seconds do. like that? Yeah, like I do. just want to see more back and
0: forth, camera
3: switching. Show great.
2: the wall again. That was awesome. <laughs> what is the? Go back to the wall. Now up his nose. Now over to the other guy. Who's
3: the cameraman that decided to get <laughs> half of Spicer's like head? I, don't, I don't I'm just like, oh, you know what? Here's a good shot. Look at look at his hair. It's so great. So straight. Can we go back to that Spicer shot? Maybe we can just isolate what the Spicer shot looks like. Uh, oh, uh, hey, guys. So <laughs> like, I didn't mean with me. His left no, ear. Stop
1: moving. I'm trying to stay out of it.
3: The- All right. All now, right. More <laughs> patent stew coming up in a minute. <laughs> Well, I guess we have some uh, Alex Jones video today, which is kind of exciting. This Um, is awesome,
2: because this is a problem we've not talked about yet. Uh, But that's what we have Alex for. He talks about problems that a lot of people don't know about. Here's the latest. It's like
7: some type of interdimensional blight or or succubus has, like, attached (laughs) itself to to, to people. Mm -hmm. And it's like either they're demon-possessed or they aren't.
2: Oh, wow. Wow. And
7: that's what it is.
2: That's what it is. I've okay. talked to a lot of
7: top psychologists, a lot of top PhDs, or even sure. atheists, and they said, listen,
2: even atheists?
7: you study enough, you look enough, you get into situations uh-huh. enough, you'll run into people that are clearly possessed, <laughs> and even know information about you, you've never told them, and they're not guessing. Something else is coming through them. And folks, wow. that's what this is. I don't care if the media makes fun of me. I don't, I don't care what they say, whatever. Okay. I'm telling <laughs> you, folks. I Clearly look out at the crowds, care. I see the people, they are possessed by something. I don't know what it is. You know, mm. Most of the planet believes in, 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 in demons and possession for a reason. In fact, every culture does. Because it's, it's, it's not them. Something's coming in. Something's been overlaid. Something. And it's a sickness, and it's spreading, and the television spreading. is the vector. It's Here's how they're getting through at people.
2: The TV, right? It's a
7: mind trick. They put them right. into it. Demons coming through the TV. Hypnosis. They admit that through the television flicker, right through the lights, all of it, and then Wait, they shoot something that's... until <laughs> they, they well that?
2: Wait, they admit it.
7: Incrementalism you to have turn to go yourself back to over to it, to the and Good. then it's like a intergalactic virus
3: that then causes <laughs> the individual
7: to shut down, become a poisonous creature
3: and begins cow. attacking
7: everything around them. He, he is seriously are
3: The ear, of the, president. The ear of the freaking president of the United States, He's this freaking guy. just sick. So wait, I, I'm confused. Is it a demon possession or is it a mind trick? Because he, he said it was both things. Yeah, he did. And then he was said, I love This is how he drops big conspiracy, <laughs> conspiracy theories. And they admit that by the flicker rate. Wait, would they admit that yeah. by the flicker rate? Like, as if everyone <laughs> understands, oh, well, the flicker rate obviously means demon possession. And they admit that all the time. And <laughs> admit that by the flicker rate. I'm sorry, sorry i was going to tell you about the, uh... He always does that. <laughs> it's does. like a little aside where he just drops, like, one or two sentences. And you're like, wait a minute, did he just say that demon possession is caused by TV <laughs> flicker rate? And they had, who's they? Do the demons admit that? Who admits it? Well, the government. The government
1: admits that still. <laughs> The government, they've been at this stuff since the Gulf of Tonkin. The government, the globalists globalists Globalists. in the government,
2: the globalists in the government admit that the TV flicker rate causes
3: demons to possess people. (laughs) What the hell? (laughs) And they're giving these guys. Supposedly, White House a White House correspondent uh, pass. Uh, oh no, to Infowars. To Info oh, yeah.
2: Are they really? At least
3: that's been, that's oh. what Alex Jones said. Of course, obviously, he also said the TV flicker rate is demon possession. So I don't know if it's actually going to happen. Did he talk
0: about? Uh, but didn't he say something about not accepting it? He did mention
3: that. I don't which know where that landed. Me, I got to say, think,
0: which made me think that they didn't actually offer it to him.
3: Don't you know? Are you just
0: trying? I, TV I'm not going to accept rate? it
1: because of the flicker rate. <laughs> Timmy, a a flickering. Tim what a probably causes to be possessed.
3: <laughs> it's Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, Pat. Oh, I got and you a present. Right back at you. Did you? Uh huh. What'd you get me? Well, I can't tell you, or you won't be surprised.
2: Well, it's isn't it time to give the present to me, it, whatever it is? You
3: know what? I don't. Unlike Glenn Beck, I don't uh-huh. go on the air and use uh, Valentine's Day as some mm. weird way to to show to, to show off, right? Uh, and show the the paintings that I bought or the art that I bought for you. Uh, made um, of duct tape. Made of duct tape. Mm-hmm. Instead, I, I I think this is going to be a, a private moment okay. uh, between us. Oh, that's beautiful. So thank you. Get ready for that. That's on that's on the way for. I'm you. excited. You got that going for you, it. which is pretty nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, Valentine's Day. You can, if you have no plans today, Jeffy, I assume you have none, right? Obviously, I would assume uh, Amber has other things going on today. Uh, uh, you know, how did you know? <laughs> yeah, she, she. Let me. Uh, she has a, uh, a scheduling conflict of sorts. Unbelievable that <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, it's, <laughs> uh, it's not a surprise uh, at all. Uh, but if you uh, have not planned anything, which I'm sure some people out there have not, uh, the Waffle House. Is available. Uh, They have a candlelit dinner going on tonight where you can go and load up on, I got to tell you, those freaking Waffle House hash browns with the cheese and the, and I like the onions. I know that's not going to be a a Pat Gray choice. No. Uh, Holy crap, man, those are good. Those are freaking good. Good. You know,
2: I can't bring myself to go into a Waffle House because the smoke is so bad in there. I I can't take it. I just can't. They're tiny. Oh, that's an issue. the reason. They're tiny that's and the that's the reason and uh-huh. everybody smokes in in a waffle house.
3: Because it's the only place that will allow you to it's smoke. The only anymore. place left
2: <laughs> that will let you do it. And so uh, you count me out a waffle house cuz yeah. I I can go I'm Sorry, that flavors the food and I I just it ruins it. it ruins the meal well, for. A me. lot of I smoked
3: meats. You ever have smoked meat? <laughs> <laughs>
2: not cigarette smoke. No. Once no. you just fire up a no. bad boy
3: when you go in there? You're good to go.
2: Yeah, I don't like
3: it. Yeah, no, so. I, I would definitely prefer there not being smoke in there. However, if you go, you know, I mean, it can be overwhelming. But, uh, yes. uh, you know, again, there's cheese on the hash browns. Did I mention that?
0: <laughs> you there did. are plenty of times when right. there's, you know, no smokers or maybe one are in there.
3: Yeah, know, so okay. I, it's
0: I've never seen those times. Time, so. <laughs> yeah. I've
2: never
3: seen those times at a Waffle House. You have the stance, I believe, of uh, a Jim Gaffigan, uh, who uh, has a lengthy rant about Waffle House, uh, where it's kind of like eating at a gas station. <laughs> um, and it is, uh, it's, it's pretty, it's, uh-huh. it can win you over. I uh-huh. will say it, it may win you over yeah, if, you're not, if, if you're not, uh, but again, I, you know, it's food. And I like food, and I like hash browns, I like and I like cheese, too. and I like grilled and onions. And I like
2: waffles. And I like hash browns with cheese on them. Mm-hmm. But, but not, not I Waffle don't House. like it flavored by get smoke.
3: It, you can get it take to take out there. You know. Yeah. Though, I suppose you could. But then, you know, of course, people are smoking while they're cooking it. <laughs> yes. uh, but, uh... Yes. No, I, I, I actually... Waffle House is an interesting place to me. I think that the smoking thing is an interesting s- stance at this point because to but, allow that. Almost everybody you know, else has
2: done yeah, most people away just, with it.
3: Yeah. I mean, obviously there's laws in some places and a lot of places have just said, you know, we don't want it. Yeah, um, And, I, you know, I, I certainly uh, appreciate when uh, there's no c- cigarette smoke in a place. Uh, but the Waffle House thing, though, is they're, they don't advertise at all. They just put big signs by the highway. That's all you need. Yeah, that's like that's what they do. Big signs
0: and the little and they're always on the uh, highway uh, restaurant signs. You know the highways. Yeah, they are. They're yes, they are. Always, yeah. For a place for a place to stop to eat. Yeah. The, Good advertising, which is signs. great advertising.
2: Yes. So when you're hungry and you don't know you what's look off at the, the exit, you right. see the sign, walk oh. oh. Oh, but Where any
3: you're going, of them, right? uh, the, the the signs near the exits uh, off of mm-hmm. highways it's like the most valuable advertising in America. I would think so. Absolutely. Every time I'm on a long drive, that's how I make all of my decisions. <laughs> Whatever I see on that sign. Yes. Because I assume it's within a mile. Usually they have the mileage. like yeah. It's mm-hmm. 1.2 miles this mm-hmm. way, which is too far, by the way. It's got to be like 0. 0.3 or less. <laughs> yeah, under, a, stop. Mile. under a mile. It does have to be like, yeah. really have to be under a mile. Because then you're, you're like, I might need mm-hmm. to take a turn.
0: And it's depending and on which, if you, which direction. If there's a turn, I might lose no. my way back, right. and I'm not which doing Which direction that. you're headed, too. Because right. if you've got to cross back over the interstate,
3: yes. or oh no. It. Right. Forget we're, it. No. Moving on. No, no, I'm not doing it on my side of the road. <laughs> um, now, I would cross the street for this. This is a, a, a shop in New York City. People are going crazy for this. And I, I guess it's edible cookie dough. Now, this is something I have a real pet peeve with. All cookie dough is edible. Thank, okay? Uh, thank mm. you. Okay? Thank you. Now, some of it might make you sick, but hey, it's all edible. And it's all worth shot. it, okay? Um, and they, people keep relating yeah, edible cookie dough. What are you talking about, edible cookie dough? Everybody eats cookie it's dough. It's edible. Ever, all cookie dough is edible. Now, don't, that's, I'm not a doctor, uh, so don't you know? Don't sue me if you if you die because of cookie dough that's not edible. But to me, all cookie dough is edible. All, all humans are legal, and all cookie dough is, is edible. Wow, that's beautiful. Thank you. Hey. That almost hey, that man. almost made me cry. <laughs> That oh almost my made me cry. I didn't mean to do that. Oh, um, my god! But w- this is not the type of show that's going to talk to you about a cookie dough restaurant and not show it to you. So here it is.
2: Be careful of oh. the flickery. Oh, look at oh that. My god, I oh, want it.
3: Bring it to me. What? Ooh. Are we going to be bringing some of that out? Oh, my God. I want that so bad.
2: Just opened in New York City.
3: Cookie Look at all dough. Oh, my
2: they god. serve cookie dough like it's ice cream. Oh my god. Oh wow. Now, what makes it edible? I mean, what makes it safe to do this? No eggs. Brother. Any idea? No it's, eggs. It's, oh, yeah. they're going to tell us. No, 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 they no. use a lot of sprinkles, oh, and my god. Uh, they mix so it good. in. Hundred pounds of chocolate chips every day. No raw. Oh, Actually, good. doesn't sound like pasteurized eggs and heat-treated flour. That's why yeah. pasteurized eggs. So it's safe to eat. It could be
3: eaten in an ice cream cone. Oh my
5: god! It's so <laughs> giant. Oh,
3: on the base of an ice cream sandwich. Oh! Baked and stuffed with more cookie dough. Yes, me, me. Me, or blended okay. in a milkshake. This is where is this place? Oh, Why blended in a
2: milkshake? That would be great. Oh my god!
5: Up out Kidding of my me? Yeah. Great. How could
3: you? It's no wasn't surprised edible.
5: Surprised that people love it. I am surprised that there's just been like, such a volume of people and such a great response. Very surprised to have a line all the way down the block, selling out every single night. We can barely keep wow.
2: up. Wow! Oh wow!
6: What
0: a great
2: business idea. So where?
6: It's America, man. Where it's is America. it? Is. Probably New York? Yeah, probably
0: New York. I think it you said know. New York City. It did yeah. Considering, yeah. NYC, but I was wondering exactly where.
6: <laughs> you might
3: fly there, Jeff. <laughs> you look like you might fly there. Uh, <laughs> and you look like maybe you've flown there already. <laughs> I mean, I, maybe a I was just going to say that times.
0: I've eaten cookie dough, you know, all my life and it's done. No, hasn't harmed me. Well,
2: that's debatable. Mm-hmm. but
3: uh, well, let's, I mean, look at me.
2: Uh, yeah, we did, no, I know, sadly I know. Yeah, it, was, we
3: it was the visual cues that led us to that conclusion. <laughs> of the cookie dough? Mm-hmm. Of the harming of the cookie dough, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we,
2: we see how it's, how it's <laughs>
3: um, This is always a risky proposition when we go to the phones and we haven't actually talked to the person <laughs> uh, because it almost <laughs> right, never works. Right. But Leon Wolf, uh, <laughs> this is a part of the show now. Us complaining about the phones is just a part of the show. Get used to mm-hmm. it. If you don't like phone complaint television, well, you're on the wrong place. Let's be honest <laughs> about it. Uh, Leon Wolf is theoretically with us uh, as he joins us uh, from TheBlaze.com. Leon, uh, are you there? <laughs> are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? It's Why? not
0: even funny. Why?
1: Are
3: you doing that on purpose Any other room? Are you doing that on Can purpose? You? Hello? Leon! Oh,
1: ladies and gentlemen. Good gosh. It was wow. only like our 10th try and you're there, wow. Leon.
4: Wow. Thank you. Wow. Wow. Is, it uh, worked. a brave new world <laughs> that we have this technology where I can be in a completely different place. Right. And speak. That's and a, you guys can hear it. It's I incredible. I not believe that we have this at the Blaze now. Oh, I, wow. really,
3: I, I seriously can't believe we have it at <laughs> the Blaze. Thank you, Alexander Graham Bell. That
2: is unbelievable.
3: <laughs> incredible. Uh, Leon Wolf, uh, what, what are your editor-in-chief of the Blaze? Is that your title? I don't know. It doesn't say Managing it. editor. Managing editor. Uh, of theblaze.com, And you... Uh, you talked uh, a little bit today about uh, the Michael Flynn thing, and I think we're kind of on the same page here. And that Flynn, to me, was probably the worst appointment, if not certainly the top three worst appointments by Donald Trump. The thing kind of blazes and goes down in a blaze of glory uh, yesterday. Can you kind of talk about this? And, and, and what, what do you think? Where does this go from here?
4: Well, like, you know, this is what I've said all along about, you know, people have, have praised Trump's cabinet, which I think is fair. I think for the most part, I've been a big fan of a lot of Trump's cabinet picks. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was a big fan of Betsy DeVos. Uh, mm. You know, I like General Mattis, who doesn't. Yep. Uh, and so people say, well, gosh, you know, he's, he's put together a very impressive cabinet, which I agree with. I think it's probably one of the best presidential cabinets that exists. The problem for me has always been um, that if you know how the presidency works, the president doesn't talk to his cabinet all that often. Uh, who he talks to on a day-to-day basis are the people who occupy the positions that are currently occupied by Steve Bannon uh, mm-hmm. until yesterday, Michael Flynn. Uh, those positions that are not confirmed by the Senate; those are his daily advisors, and it's it, it's concerning that that he you know put together a good cabinet. and We can all you know praise those things. Uh, his Supreme Court nominee, I think, is somebody who conservatives can get behind. It still remains concerning that his inner circle of people are, I would say, troubling. It's probably the best most political word that we can use about them. And Flynn certainly fits that mold.
3: Yeah, I mean, you know, they're, first of all, loyalists, right? I mean, Michael Flynn does not get this gig without being just a Trump loyalist. Um, and secondly, you know, it's there's a reason why the, the they didn't want to put Flynn through a confirmation process, right? I mean, this is why he had one of the big reasons he has this role is so that no one can really look into him that closely.
4: Yeah, absolutely. You know, that almost immediately after his dismissal at DIA, uh, you know, he begins appearing on Russia Today, which, of course, as we know, is a Kremlin-owned propaganda operation, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and he appears on there regularly as, as an analyst. He gives a, a, a paid speech in Russia for which he was allegedly paid by the Russian government as well. And there have been, you know, basically whispers about him for years that he has been on the Kremlin's payroll at least since he left DIA. So it's, and and I don't envy the position that Trump is in in one respect, because so much of the remaining national security apparatus that would tend to work with a Republican presidential nominee, uh, of course came from the George W. Bush administration. And all those people hated Donald Trump (laughs) and refused to work with him and openly said during the campaign, we are never Trump. We will never support him. And so who does he have other than Michael Flynn? Um, The trouble, I guess, is that Flynn continued to stick around in such a prominent role after the election when a lot of people, you know, said, all right, well, he won. Let's give the guy a chance. Trump is a loyalist, and so he puts Flynn in the spot, and and here we are, less than a month later.
2: Yeah, and you you mentioned that that a lot of the Bush people hate him. Um, All the Obama people hate him. And there's just, uh, there's been a lot of news lately about uh, a bunch of defections from the Pentagon, too, that he's going to have a bunch of, positions to fill at the Pentagon, and who's he going to get to fill those positions?
4: Yeah, you know, what you just described is a situation in which the last 16 years of people who are competent and knowledgeable about what's going on in the military and the national security um, are almost unanimously not willing to work with the current president. And it's an alarming situation. It's an alarming situation, regardless of how you feel about it. So, uh, you know, here we are. So there is a few schools of thought
3: of why this went
4: down. One
3: is Trump maybe has the people around him and they are willing to listen to criticism at this point. Maybe this is a better thing than we had imagined that he's actually listening to these people who are saying someone like Flynn really has sincere trouble. That's camp one. Camp two is, you know, Pence uh, talked to Flynn about these calls to Russia. Flynn lied about them. Pence is pissed off, and while Trump is a loyalist, he, you, that loyalty goes away the second uh, that you burn him. And since he feels burned and embarrassed by this scandal, uh, he wanted him gone. And three is something that Glenn brought up on the air today. You know, is this a you know uh, retaliation from uh, from you know intelligence sources who Trump has been trampling all over for for months? Who are now saying, by the way, uh, we're going to make sure that people know that these calls did have these elements in them that were uh, potentially illegal, and we're going to make sure people know about them.
4: Well, let me say this. Um, I, I think it's much more the second point. I think it's dishonesty to Pence that really is what did it, in, because I think that Trump has come to understand that he needs Mike Pence in his pocket, just mm-hmm. in terms of he's already gotten the message that the Democrats are giving him nothing. So anything that he wants to do, he has to have unified Republican support behind him. He knows he can't get that without Mike Pence. So I, I think that it's much more tense being pissed off that that did Flynn in but I think that Trump's loyalty as much of vaunted loyalty is has been grossly overstated uh, by a lot of people and, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean if you just look at it wh- where, where is Katrina Pearson's job right now yeah in no, the administration nothing. where is Chris Christie's job in the administration where yeah. is
1: Corey Lewandowski's job and in thank, goodness. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank goodness Yeah. thank goodness I agree yeah.
2: I
4: totally agree that, but that you're you know, right
2: I would they are you know, conspicuously absent aren't
4: they yeah, there's a ton of bodies that have been left by the side of the road of the Trump yeah. uh, campaign throughout the, you know, and granted most of those bodies I'm glad to see there and yes. not, you know, sitting in the White House next to Bannon, but um, there's been a lot of people that he's left behind. And uh, so I, I think that he's much more mercurial in his personnel than a lot of people are recognizing. Yeah, by. and but, how bad did Rudy Giuliani want Secretary of State? Oh my god, He got
3: he got a giant zilch on that one as well. Dan um, from Jersey yep. too. What's that? Chris Christie. Yeah, God he, he mentioned Christie as well. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a big group of, of really what, what many of his most public supporters. Yeah. Katrina Island.
2: Pearson, you know, you just reminded me yeah. of yeah. what a yeah. bullet Katrina. we dodged there. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Jeez. gosh, Whew. can you imagine Katrina Pearson
3: in the White House? Absolutely, I can. Holy uh, sadly, crap. Uh, this is it's an interesting thing because to me, to my eye, uh, talking to Leon Wolf uh, from the Blaze, to my eye, the Flynn departure is. A good thing. I'm glad he's not in this in this position of power, but we might not get this benefit with a lot of the other people he's surrounded himself with. They might not you know, flame out as quickly. And, you know, how do you look at that? Because there is a real you know, problem with the relationship to the truth in this administration, even with things that I like that they're doing.
4: Yeah. And, and you know, as I kind of said on Twitter today, the, the alarming thing about Trump to me, isn't always... It's not an ideological thing. I, I can tolerate quite a bit of ideological flexibility in somebody who's running for president. The problem is, that, is his judgment of people is, is terrible. Um, you know, he, he tends to just solely evaluate who's That's a good true. person for the job based upon the extent to which they flatter him, yes. uh, which is the absolute worst way to pick, you know, a good leader. Um, it's,
2: it's interesting that you had the unmitigated gall to actually tweet that out. <laughs> I'll bet you're getting some fun responses, Leon. Oh,
1: like, Your Twitter
2: feed has to be really filled with love oh. right now it always is guys it's a, it's
4: 100% <laughs> entertainment all day every day uh, on twitter with the, with the trump fans but you know all uh, you can do all you can do at this point because it's already we're already a month into the the presidency and it's already kind of exhausting you know it's it's yeah. it, there's just a non-stop yeah. and part of it and i try to tell my friends who are in the media you got to stop with freaking out about literally everything that donald trump does because he's going to do so much stuff that's legitimately we need to freak out about that this <laughs> that this sense of let's freak out about all the nonsense, ridiculous, petty stuff is is getting people to where they're just sick of it. They're just going to tune out, here here we go, we're going to freak out about Donald Trump again. Yeah, I, I just don't think yeah. that in general they're picking their babbles very yeah, well we have to uh, in battle. terms of, 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 of pointing this stuff out. For yeah.
3: And this comes back to just a strategy position from, let's say, the left. The, you know, you have a, a, a president uh, who's in office who is probably the most policy wise, moderate of you know the modern era as far as Republicans go. Um, you know obviously he was a Democrat, he had a lot of liberal things. he talked about it during the campaign. He's clearly heavily influenced by Ivanka and Jared Kushter who are both Democrats. Uh, so just from a strategy perspective, I find it so strange and honestly positive I'm glad they're doing it. but the rea- ridiculous reactions to Trump I think puts him in a it, 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 uh, it, it puts him in a corner. And it makes him think I have to just hunker down and stay with the people who are being loyal to me because they could get their six hundred and eighty billion dollar maternity leave program if they just sweet talked him. But instead, they're going so far the opposite way. I don't know if they're going to get any of that crap now.
4: Yeah. And this I'm I'm by, by far not the first person to observe that Trump responds to flattery more than anything else in the entire world. I'm not the only person who's observed that. Here's what this tells you about the Democrats. The way they're reacting to Trump tells you that they don't really care about a lot of the things that they say they care about. Mm -hmm. They care about winning, uh, and they want to win elections. Uh, I think that you're absolutely right. If Chuck Schumer were to come out tomorrow and say, you know, I really like Donald Trump. I think he's doing a great job as president and everything he's doing is swell so far. Um, you know, Trump would invite him to the White House and say, hey, Chuck, I I really appreciate what you you said about me. What can I do for you to help make your life easier? Because I think that's the kind of guy that that, that Trump is. Uh, The fact that they're not going that route, and in fact going 100% the other route, Shows that you know really all they care about is is, is winning elections at the end of the day, and they mm-hmm. determine that the best way to do that is just to be perceived as being opposed to everything he does. Mm. Yeah. Well,
3: I mean, we highly uh, recommend you you find the uh, tweet storm from uh, Leon today uh, on his Twitter, um, which you, uh, you I mean it's worth following every day, but it's a good one today. I actually saw after we uh, with scheduled this and you I saw the interview, I saw Jake Tapper retweeting it. Uh, nice. I mean, there's some serious attention on this and it makes a lot of really good points I think you started it with I'm not very good at tweet storms and then here it is a very good tweet storm
4: <laughs> Oh, I'm terrible I, I always misnumber them and I don't reply to them right and everybody always complains so yes. yeah, I'm glad I got this one right but yes, being retweeted by Tapper always brings out the the lovely cartoon frogs <laughs> so many cartoon frogs <laughs> in your Twitter timeline so
3: Alright, there you go uh, at
4: Leon H.
3: Wolf is the place to go Leon, thanks for coming on the program, man Thanks for having me, guys. All
2: right. Uh, you could take a positive step towards self reliance no matter what is coming down the pike. You know, we, we talk all the time about maybe there's some sort of calamity in the economy. Maybe there's weather related problems. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just a job situation, but it, it never hurts to be prepared.
3: Yeah. Uh, and, you know, this we're talking about my Patriot Supply here. They, they are a great company. They They make easy to prepare emergency food. As of right now, however, My understanding is they do not have edible cookie dough uh, in this particular package, which is a problem. And it's something that we can address and work together to get Mm -hmm. to. I know Mm -hmm. they have they have, uh, you know, macaroni and cheese and, and, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. delicious uh, soups. And you've talked about the emergency pizza, which for some reason we still haven't tried. Pudding, I understand that deliciousness, all sorts of great foods, but no, uh, no edible cookie dough.
2: And you can Uh, get up to four weeks, though, of easy to prepare, really delicious food for just ninety nine dollars. And they throw in the shipping for free. There's no handling charges. You well, know, a lot of times you, you'll see, like, $40 shipping and handling. Yes. There's, uh, <laughs> really? Yeah, what are you ordering? Yeah. Uh, things that need to be handled a Okay, yeah, a well, lot. that's true.
3: Yeah, um, I will say that the money you save on shipping and uh, on this offer, you can apply to cookie dough. So, I all mean, right. you can get it all together. Eight 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 four one one fifty two ninety 411 is the number or preparewiththeblaze.com. 888-411-5290 or preparewiththeblaze.com.
2: Hi and welcome. Hi. It is uh, the Patent Stew Show. Spices Highly Stew, acclaimed.
3: Yeah, well, m- moderately acclaimed uh, Patent Stew Show uh, by us. Uh, we think it's okay. Oh, uh, it's, I mean, it's been called the greatest show ever done on television. Yeah, but not by us. We think it's just okay. Right. Um, but uh, some so. people think wrong about that. Uh, Spicer's doing his press conference right now, and he has said because we got lots of stuff when we talked about Flynn today. Ah, uh, he's. A, I don't think. I think it was a terrible appointment. I said it at the time. I thought it was one of his worst choices. Yeah. Uh, now Flynn is gone, and we heard all day this all this morning from Trump fans. Oh, you guys are just parroting the media claims. Or uh, you know the media tanked this guy and made him resign. Uh, actually, no. The president of the United States asked him to resign. The president of the United your guy. Said, there's an eroding trust with this guy, Flynn, and I want him out.
2: And Spicer has said... According
3: to Sean Spicer, now maybe he's lying, too. there were
2: other things going on there. Yeah, that was... Besides the Russia
3: deal. That was a really interesting quote. Yeah. Uh, Let me see if I can pull up the exact quote. Um, Because this one was... Feels like it was odd. uh, Coming from uh, Sean Spicer. He mentions a, quote, Series of other questionable instances in addition to the russian ambassador call that everyone's been talking about Interesting. a series of other questionable instances i mean that's just begging for an investigation which they're going to get uh, mm-hmm. it, it does appear mm-hmm. again we're freaking 4 weeks into this you've already got an investigation with one of the senior uh, oh, uh, intelligence uh, advisors mm-hmm. and he's now stepped down i mean this is it's, we're not off to a uh, you know a wonderful start here as we predicted
2: as we predict, predicted yesterday too on this california dam situation uh, Spicer is saying right now that the California dam situation oh, is the reason we need to
3: fix our infrastructure A trillion dollars. They want it. They're going to get gosh, it man. because the Democrats are going to say this plays with
2: right into crumbling roads, crumbling bridges, crumbling dams. Our, our airports have fallen apart. We got to fix the bus depots. Carports all over the place have crumbled and fallen on cars. I, I don't know. It's crazy. What Nothing. happened to the last trillion dollars of infrastructure?
1: Where's well, that? Well, this time they're going to do it right, Pat. You're uh-huh. right. Obama did screw it up. But this time, Trump's, Trump knows he's a builder, Pat. Yep. The guy knows how to build. And since, since,
2: uh. since when are Republicans okay with spending a trillion dollars since Trump, of our money on since, infrastructure?
3: Since May. Since May. You're now, right. Since the country since needs May. it. Since May. That since That's the, country no, the country needs it. No, the country May.
2: Supposedly, if the country needs it now, it's needed it for a while. Yeah.
3: and Look, I mean, you know, he's got, he ran on this and he yeah. got elected on it. So, yes, I mean, I, I fully expect him to execute this because this is the easy stuff. Yeah. This is one of the big things. You know, look, we were, we, as we said many times in the year, the election essentially ended for us in May. And you know that about us. We're not going to lie to you about it. Uh, but when we get close to the election, one of the fears that we all had was the easy stuff for Trump to get done. Obviously, there's executive orders, and you can do that without any input. But the easy stuff legislation-wise to get done is going to be the liberal stuff. It's going to be easy to get a trillion dollars of stimulus passed because the Democrats will all agree with it, and Mm -hmm. enough Republicans will go along that they'll get 60 votes pretty much every time. I mean, he can pass liberal crap with absolutely no opposition. It's the Republican stuff that's going to be difficult because they can still filibuster a lot of it. Um, The Obamacare thing and the tax stuff, we think he can get through without that, but who knows. Um, that's looking less and less likely a, as the days pass. Uh, but the liberal stuff, he will be able to get done if he wants to. And, and this is one of the things I brought up with Leon this, this last break, is that if, rep- if the Democrats were smart and they actually cared about these things, they'd be just kissing his ass and they'd get all yep. this stuff. Luckily, so far, they haven't gone that route. But if they figure it out, it's going to be problematic.
2: Yeah. Uh, let's take a quick break. Then we're going to come back with uh, Glenn from last night, with uh, talking about okay. talking about in the think tank, uh, Russia, Flynn, whistleblowers. And more. More patents too coming up in a sec.
1: Oh, yeah, but you guys, Trump's a builder. What you guys don't understand is he's a builder. When he spends a trillion dollars, it'll be a good trillion dollars. I don't mind paying taxes to Trump.
0: Ugh.
8: Oh, boy, have you noticed all of the people that are saying... Hello, America. Have you noticed all the people who are now saying, um, uh, this is the Tea Party done by the Democrats? We have some news for you today that shows that the Democrats are prepared, and they're good at this. We suck at it. They're very good at this. Um, We shouldn't ignore that. And how do we diffuse things? How do we ratchet things down, especially with so many things in the news that we should be paying attention to, but aren't because we're only playing politics. For instance, Russia. We're gonna start there with the think tank right now. how we get hijacked at this point every time with uh, the spook, but uh, (laughs) former military intelligence Jason, let's talk about Russia. What's going on?
6: I I lost my mind over the past weekend and it was a ton of stuff just dropped. What was it, Friday? Caleb was sending me stuff and then it was funny because we had a conversation, we are like, it feels like the news always breaks as we're leaving work on Fridays. Of course it does. An hour later, <laughs> I texted him, I'm like, did you see this? An hour after that, did you see this? I think he's pulling the strings to keep his job. Yeah. I know, I know. But see, every, it, all hit, it was all connected and it all hit starting around Friday. First thing that came out was uh, they were talking about uh, Mike Flynn and how some SIGINT was released. Okay, what What does that mean? Signals intelligence. So basically, if we bug the Russian ambassador's phone, which in this case we do, um, we monitor all the communications that come out of the Russian embassy. Well, apparently Mike Flynn forgot about that, even though he used to head the DIA. But he called the Russian ambassador, and this was right after uh, we sanctioned, uh, the Obama administration sanctioned Russia for the, you know, know, alleged messing with the election. And so... What everyone thought was is that Flynn was on the phone saying, hey, don't worry about the sanctions. You know, we're going to get rid of them. If he would have said that, that would have been illegal. Um, but that was what was alleged. Well, supposedly he lied about it because they came out, and some unnamed intelligence official came out and said, OK, no, I can confirm he did talk about sanctions. He lied to the vice president when he said that he didn't talk about sanctions. Now, it's interesting because he doesn't come out and say there was no, quid pro, there was no quid, quid pro quo. So basically, he didn't say, look, don't worry about that. Um, we're, not, you know, we're not going to, um, as soon as he's uh, Trump-selected in, we're not going to just instantly take so out. So he could
3: have just said, I'm taking care of some of the sanctions. That's part of my job description. He could
6: have said, hey, yeah. yeah, about those sanctions. Crazy thing what you know, yeah. old you know, Obama did. That's pretty nuts. We'll he could have just said that. Yeah, he could have said that. And that's probably what he did say. And the intelligence community is very, very careful with this. Whoever this unnamed source is, he was very careful with that. Because he's not going to say that there's an indictable offense here. He's just going to say, ah, he lied about it. So basically, he's just making the administration look bad. Now This ties directly in with, again, another intelligence official came in, again, using signals intelligence, said that we verified parts of the uh, Trump dossier. And again, it's very careful. It's not. Oh, it doesn't yeah, have anything which, to do with Trump.
8: Which part of that?
6: Exactly. <laughs> they, they don't say. So basically, what they said was, well, we verified that certain conversations did take place when you know when, when they said they took place when this steel guy. But which place. ones? Oh, see, and and they they don't was, say.
5: It was none of the salacious details that, yeah. that they wouldn't go. They said it was nothing. Nothing to do with that.
3: No golden right. shower. So,
6: this is
5: conversations.
6: So, the, the intelligence community is dropping info, kind of like how we said they would be. There is still a war going on. They're giving just enough to make him look bad, but not enough destroy. To, to destroy him. So, basically, this is more warnings. This is like, look, buddy, we have the goods on you. You better fall on the line. It's still going on. It started before, it's still going on. It hasn't finished, and it's probably going to get worse, depending on how Trump reacts. To
5: well, it. and can you imagine? Because, I mean, Bush was respectful to the intelligence community, and they still leaped. Some of his stuff. So the way that Trump is and how he likes to fight back and forth with them, or at least he did, you know, um, what, a month ago, I mean, I can't even imagine how much damage they could do to him just based on the fact what that... What does
8: this lead to? What is the end game? I, I've asked this of the media. You keep punching a guy who's a counterpuncher. You know, you know, we don't, we don't have to go back and watch the, the bouts to see... He says, you hit me, I'm going to hit you back twice as hard. And he does it. We all know it. He's, he gets angry, hurt, and he's vindictive. So I've asked the media, you keep punching him in the face, he's going to punch you back twice as hard. What
9: is your end game? Well, let's, let's play it out. If they keep making him look bad, the people that support Trump yeah. are going to keep supporting him. The right. people who don't are going to support him even less. Right. So, what but is, Do you get it? But where it, does that end? Right, right. I, well, I ends, that ends ends
8: in,
6: in disintegration of civilization. Right. Well, the problem is, so that, that, that analogy works towards the media, but he's playing this with the intelligence community. So the way they've, they've started it was Trump hit the intelligence community. The Intelligence community is obviously saying, like, look, we're giving you intelligence. If you're denying it and call, calling us out, just buckle up because it's going to get worse for you. This is the second stage right now. The second stage is... Okay, signals intelligence is involved here, which means, and that's a hint, there are actually transcripts and your vo- voice on the phone that confirms everything that we're hinting at. Right now it's a hint, but stand by for later. The second the third stage to this is actually leaking that. So they've hinted at it, then they've said, "Look, we've got the transcripts, you know, get ready." The third is actually delivering these. And what is he what do they want just for him
8: to quietly just say, hey, I love the intel community?
6: Well, I think it goes beyond that because there are some big-time patriots in the intelligence community. They're not, we call them spooks, but they're not bad guys. But I think they have a responsibility to, if, if, if the Trump administration is being, I don't know, if they're, dis- if they're being dismissive of an actual intelligence, you know, if there's, there's actually a rumor right now that in the White House Situation Room, there is a Kremlin mole. That's an actual rumor right now. Amongst the intelligence community. What do you yeah. mean a criminal mole? Kremlin. 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 Oh, Kremlin mole. Kremlin mole. Yeah, Kremlin mole. yeah they're, an actual rumor right now. Now, if they're saying, look, this is, he's here and we need to look into this, and Trump's saying, no, you guys are fake news. That's his big thing now. He's calling the intelligence community fake news. The intelligence community is not going to stand by. And I would, I would argue they have the right and the responsibility they to do something about it. And their ways are spooky, secret squirrel. They're, they're going to get it out there. And if this stuff is true, it's impeachable.
3: It so are really we seeing is. Flynn or anybody else from the administration besides Trump trying to repair any of these relationships at all? Not really. The, if,
8: there's, there is a, if there is a Kremlin mole, and that's a, quite a big if, but if there is a Kremlin mole, th- they shouldn't bow to him. If he's saying no, there isn't, they believe there is, we should know that one way or another. We, we, they should not just say, okay, well, he said I'm sorry for all the others, so let's leave him alone. They have to find out what's right and what's wrong. If they are patriots, they let the chips fall where they
9: may. Right. Play, play it out, though. What happens if it's, whether it's an impeachable offense or not, it then they did, then defer to Congress. Are you going to impeach this guy or not? If it isn't impeachable, everybody says, how come you're not impeaching him that doesn't support Trump? If it is impeachable, same thing from the other side. You see what I'm saying? Well, they'll, they'll, it just destroys the whole thing. It's just a breakdown.
8: And if, it's, and if it's borderline impeachable, but they say this is impeachable, and they impeach but don't remove, they've inoculated him for
6: anything else. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
6: Wow. Well, th- th- what would be different from, say, like the Clinton impeachment, you actually would have phone conversations and transcripts that would back everything up. I mean, yeah, I don't but, see how the you Republican could not. Party would just cover it as much as they could, though.
5: I don't, know that that, I don't know that that's necessarily true, because, remember, a lot of their constituents only voted for Trump because Hillary Clinton was their only other option.
9: And I, and I would agree with you on a lot, except Reince Priebus. Once they um, know where their,
5: their bread is buttered. Yeah, but, I mean, I just... I would like to think that... There are a lot of people who although they voted for Trump because Trump, you know, Trump won, they voted for him, they're not necessarily Trump supporters. I
8: think a lot of people would be fine with Mike Pence. True.
5: Right. Right. And that, and so I just I feel like I don't I don't know that the Republican party would just be behind him no matter what. But
9: then what's the alt right do? Okay, we're all fine. Mike Pence,
8: good Trump. Yeah, I good don't money. I mean, I just don't see this. I just don't see a way because it's escalated so far already. I don't see a way to where a counter puncher stops punching. Yeah, and we've got, got a, they're
5: all just daring each other. Yeah. to keep going.
8: And we've got
6: another escalation of the way. The, your Snowden story.
5: Oh yeah.
8: Yeah, I, I wanted to t- I wanted to ask you about this. <clears throat> it's it was presented in the press as if it, as if this was a gift, <laughs> like I'm giving you Snowden as a peace token.
6: Yeah, well, hey, I, I got to do this. Uh, this was a Jason Buttrell trademark prediction. Can we <laughs> roll stop <slot> one? <laughs> you know what? I'm going to take it a step forward. We're not going to pardon him. I bet you we don't pardon him. But you know what Russia's going to do? They're going to sit back and enjoy it. They're going to hand deliver him. They're going to fly him straight to the United States or Germany or one of our allies. They're going to hand deliver him, sit back, and watch the political firestorm. Yes. They're going to say, if, if we yes. convict him then we're screwed because yes. we're you know we're, we're yes. convicting a whistleblower yes if we don't then oh my gosh he got away with everything yes. they're gonna hand deliver him and they're gonna love it <laughs> Give, give, give <laughs> a <hand. All>
4: right.
8: <laughs> so that's what that's what you think is happening
6: I, exactly what's gonna happen this is what i saw happening for a while uh so <laughs> first off you know my how i feel about snowden he's yes. a glorified at boy He's not a spy. We got it. We got He's, it. Okay, <laughs> please just say it again. Go ahead.
8: It makes you feel better.
6: Okay. I'll leave all that out. But again, Let's point out the fact that, again, Signals Intelligence dropped the fact, again, and this is all around the same time frame this weekend, a huge escalation in this war against the intelligence community. But again, they dropped information saying, oh, they listened in on communications from the Russians saying that they were going to hand him over basically as a gift. Now. Yeah, Snowden, uh, Putin's going to do this. He's going to do this because Snowden is—he's outlived his usefulness right now. He's just used as a propaganda tool. But he's going to love it because when he comes back here, let's say tr- the first thing Trump says is, "Hey, I want to prosecute him. All right, well, let's prosecute him." He's going to take all kinds of flack from the ACLU, he's gonna t- from whistleblower um, agencies, from um, human rights agencies. All you—you you, you forget the chaos that is caused of people like Sean Hannity
8: and the ACLU now on the same team, uh, because Sean was, he's a criminal, we should put him in jail forever, but now that he's helped Trump, he's a good guy, and we should pardon him, he's a hero. Where do the
6: conservatives come down on Snowden? Yeah, well, if they, if they do pardon him, then, then you can, it, it easily makes the case that he's enabling our enemies and he's in bed with the Russians, I mean, instantly. So, I mean, I, if, you, if you are a conservative and actually have a conscience... Then you don't side with the, with the Hannity's right, of the world it's, on this.
5: The ones who have principles right. will keep their principles and they will still mm-hmm. not be pro Snowden and pro Assange. But we can probably who, count them on our hand. At this right. Role. The ones yeah. who are more interested in <laughs> winning. And it may losing.
6: all be
8: in this room. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, the the um, other thing that did you see what happened in the UK? That the UK is passing their own journalism espionage act and it will actually put people like Glenn Greenwald into prison for 14 years.
3: Is it if they visit someone over there? If you,
8: if you release um, information on a, an ally, mm-hmm. that on either the UK or an ally, um, you are considered uh, a spy. Mm-hmm. And so you can go to jail for 1 to 14 years, and they said this would affect Greenwald. Even though he didn't leak it, he just covered it, him going to Hong Kong and meeting with him would be covered in that,
9: and he would go to jail. Well, thank God nothing like that could happen here.
8: <laughs> thank God. <laughs> Think of that. Though. I mean, we, how far off are we? I know. Where you're, you have, and, and I hate to set him off again, but <laughs> let's just say he was whistleblowing. I disagree with the way he did it. I'm glad some of this came out, but I disagree with the way he did it. If you have an actual honest-to-God whistleblower and you can now put them in jail and the press in jail, we're... we're and, you know, they say who's really behind this in the UK is their financial district. Mm-hmm. Uh, All
9: the big banks are saying, yeah, we don't want any whistleblowing. We've had, we've had ex- politicians, current politicians, uh, celebrities, former news people say, we need some sort of fake news police. Doesn't that lead to this? Isn't that what uh, this is?
6: Ted, yes.
8: C- Ted Koppel said to rather. me,
9: Ted Koppel yeah. said to me, we
8: need to start licensing uh, <laughs> journalists. And I'm like, no, we <laughs> don't. That would be a very bad thing, Ted. They don't see it coming.
1: Uh, uh, spoons. All right, now, here this is.
2: is kind of a weird Spoons because it's <laughs> red velvet Kit Kats. Yes.
0: Oh, look at and
2: that. Why you is can't it weird? tell me you haven't already tried these. The bag was wide open. Yeah, it's <laughs> yes. open, and this is the guy <laughs> always who's open. always
1: saying, hey, hey, you're not supposed to try that before we explain what the deal is for 15 to 20 minutes on the air. Why are you trying are you that? you You're not supposed to bite into that yet. I you're hate not
3: you for that. And you've already eaten. How Are you chewing? Let me inform you of a distinction uh-huh. that I would make. All right, is that I had these several weeks ago when they came out, when it wasn't even a spoon segment. And you, several okay. weeks ago, you yes. tried these. Yes, not three seconds before we go on the air to which do the Which is worse,
1: several weeks ago or three seconds? Three
2: seconds before? is worse. <laughs> no, I. The say point is, you try to test it
3: live. Worse. We try to test these things live, which Let's is what things. we do. Here we go, red velvet. Uh, <laughs> Uh,
2: okay, Kats. Let's now, try it.
3: Interesting uh, thing, I'll say. <laughs> Jeffy
2: and I have not yet tried these, no. and I'll red help walk you through the process. This,
3: you're, I was surprised to see them as white. I kind of, ex- <coughs> I kind of, I, I, that I, I surprised ex- me as well. I thought look. it would be a red, white vibe. chocolate, though, right? Yes, and if you look inside, they're not really red inside either. So they didn't really play up the red velvet Weird. thing. You know, it's kind of like a little they brown. Up the taste, though. But the uh, taste.
2: Do they taste like red a velvet? I
3: think they're pretty good.
0: They're
3: pretty good. Um, I think they did a decent mm. job with the red
2: velvet flavor. They no. did. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look like red velvet. Yeah, because it
3: isn't red velvet. <laughs> it's a Kit Kat, but now one of the things you'd think was really strange is it's a hollow a uh, hmm. a candy based on Valentine's Day. Yeah, so you really think you want it red mm-hmm. involved? The, the packaging has got the pink and red thing going mm-hmm. on, but but no. Overall, though, I do like these quite a bit. Hmm. Okay, um, pretty good. I scale from one to eighteen. I give them a fifteen. Really? I like red velvet. I mean, I'll give them a fourteen. With, I mean, the Kit Kats are good, good but. They're good. I'll give them a fourteen. Yeah, you know, big cats are not my favorite. Eleven or twelve, maybe. Eleven or twelve. Right. Okay. Th- good, th- thankfully, a you couldn't you know settle on one of the two numbers, and b you already ate one of the k- kisses, didn't you? <laughs> Did you? No. You're unbelievable. All right, here's the other one. These are uh, birthday birthday cake. Is that what they're called? Uh, cupcake. Cupcake. Hershey's kisses. Again, oh. sort of a white chocolate vibe. Give it, a, give it a whirl. Oh my god. By the way, I tried these
1: too. What?
2: what? Are these supposed to taste like a cupcake?
3: They do not. They don't. No. Oh, they don't. So we're... They're Kit-Kat. crunchy. Yeah. There's a little There's a little crunchiness. I mean, they're good if you like white chocolate. What I would say is they're white chocolate kisses with a little crunch inside. Does it say anything on the bag? Perhaps, maybe. I don't know if you... Um, they're both
0: kind of... If you had the ki- if you had the Hershey Kisses with milk, does this get to bring out the flavor God. more?
2: Oh, yeah. good gosh.
3: Shut up. I just wonder if that brings out the flavor more. That's all I'm asking. Shut up. Here's what I will say. Uh, Kit Kat was able to pull off a white version of Red Velvet very well. Yeah. Where kick, where kiss the Hershey's Kisses, they're fine if you like white chocolate, but they didn't really add any cupcake to it. No. I give those a uh, eh, eleven. Yeah, t- ten. Ten, I 10 was out of eighteen. Say 10. Okay, Jeffy. Jeffy. No. Eight or nine. All right. <laughs> On that note, here's Jeffy time. <laughs> Oh, really? i got a couple minutes left. First, the stories that Jeffy
1: found, it felt like sharing with us so we don't have to talk anymore. We don't
0: like talking. Well, first, uh, congratulations are in order to uh, Linda McMahon, uh, who was uh, confirmed as the uh, Small Business Administration uh, head uh, to lead the Small Business Administration for the Trump uh, administration. Congratulations. Vince McMahon's wife? That's correct. I mean, she she ran for
3: Senate in Connecticut. Right. Uh, right. another billionaire. Wow. All yeah. billionaires in
0: this done, All billionaires, man. Wow. It is incredible, which I don't necessarily... I, mean, I don't care.
3: Whatever. Yeah. But it's well, interesting. But this guy who's supposed to be a man of the people.
0: What else? I, uh, let's talk about uh, going to Israel. We're talking about uh, Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Today in uh, Israel, right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tonight. They're about six hours ahead of... Uh, six or seven <laughs> ahead of us here in Texas. So yeah. it's already evening. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you go to Burger King, if you're listening in Israel, you go to Burger King tonight, you order a, an adult family meal, happy meal.
2: Mm. An adult?
0: You get an adult toy with your Happy Meal. That's the toy. That what do you, you mean eat. an
2: adult toy? Like, like an adult toy? An
0: adult toy. In Israel? At, at no, no, you
1: don't. No. Also, I'd like to say Wait, go to mean? Jeffy. What? Go
0: there and get your
2: Valentine's no, Day gift. Get out of here. It's a toy,
3: not a sex toy.
2: That's what an adult toy is. There's no way, Jeffy. That's no way. Both
1: Israel and In Burger Israel? King. Israel? Come on. Okay. At Burger King? Come on. All right.
0: I don't believe it. All right, what it. else you got? You What's your to, last thing? Go to uh, jeffyfisher.com. Yeah. What? Go ahead and buy the Talking Walking Dead t-shirt we have for sale. Are you effing kidding me? All right. There, there's a jeffyfisher.com. That, J-E-F-F-Y, Fisher, F-I-S-H-E-R.com. Oh, my God. Uh, Talking Walking Dead t shirt If you know how to
2: Thanks do it. Unbelievable. If you know really how to do
3: those D-E-O-S attacks, D E S denial of service. You're hawking, Fisher,
2: you're hawking some sort of t-shirt merchandise. Heck, yeah. Talking, walking, Unbelievable. dead. But we
1: don't even have a website. He's got JeffreyFisher.com.
2: <laughs> wow.